0: And welcome to another edition of the Venue Podcast with the Motley crew from Venue. My name is Matt. I am William. I am Josh. And I am Philip. And this is the team. This is Venue Podcast number 12. Today's date is January 28th. You were hearing this on January 29th, Thursday, because we need a day to edit it. You know, we take out all the cuss words and all the bloopers and bad jokes and things like that and add in better ones. Um, so first bit of news actually, I want to uh wanna start things off, Will, with your question just a second ago about your Mac and we won't spend much time on this, but I think this might be a helpful little uh little blurb for people to, to know about. So no, 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 we're gonna talk about it. Let's this is this is a family, okay, we're gonna talk. We're gonna address this. So you're complaining about having a bunch of data on your laptop that you didn't well, know what it was. It wasn't
1: really complaining.
0: Well, you're, was, it's a Mac, and you're complaining was, about I, the data no, no, on your no, no, Mac. No, no, no,
1: no, 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 It's not complaining. I'm actually just – Statement we're of fact. Di- we're, we're discovering ourselves here.
0: Okay. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. And uh, so the general... Complaining. Okay, whatever. However you want to classify your complaining. (laughs) All right, so that's denial. Denial about the Mac. This is an intervention, and we just have to get past the denial. Well, you had 160 gigs of data. You don't know what it is, right, on your Mac. that's just taking up space. (laughs) And so the Mac doesn't have natively a good tool to describe to you what that data is. It's got a little dinky thing that shows other... Music videos and apps. And that's about it. That's how you get to know how much data is being consumed on your Mac and where it's going. Phil, you had a good recommendation.
2: Uh, sure. I want to throw in there though that Windows doesn't have that either. Ooh. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I use Space, Bam. I use Space Monger or Winderstat on Windows to show you, you know, a block view representation of every file. And it kind of groups them by file format, and you can see all that kind of stuff. But in Mac, it's called. There's one called Disk Inventory X, and there's another one called uh, Grand Perspective. I think I've used both of those. Yeah. And they're pretty mm-hmm. good. Just yeah, helpful I, tools.
1: I just I'm doing some maintenance and cleaning, mm-hmm. and as everyone, all of our listeners should do, they should kind of t- check themselves every once in a while, make sure there's no, you know, nothing going on. Erroneous. And, right. <laughs> you know. Data. Erroneous data, and yep. I was like, I discovered I had some. What's all this erroneous data? And I think I know what it is, but I'm going to. Take Phil here's suggestion and go explore, Mike. Yeah.
0: All right, well, gotta good. do that every once in a while. It's spring cleaning, mm-hmm.
1: right? Just delete some data. That's what I like to do. Well, mm-hmm. specifically, and also because it's only, I have a nice SSD drive here that I don't want to just be wasting space.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's valuable space. You could probably sell it back to the market.
1: I could sell it to the cloud. Yeah. I could, like, like, electric,
0: should... like electricity companies yeah, do, exactly. I'll just sell
1: this cloud storage back yeah. up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, well, first item on our agenda today is kind of recapping some of the announcements last week with Microsoft. I think there's some clarification around the Windows subscription. Service guys, you want to fill us in on that? Yes, I will fill us in on that. Um,
3: <clears throat> so, uh, from what I've read, Windows and Microsoft have um clarified that Windows 10 uh will not be subscription, mm-hmm. it will be free for the first year. For, Very generous of them for Windows 8.1, 8, and 7 users. Okay, that's pretty cool. Um what about XP users? No, okay. not XP users. Um, after the first year, there will be a fee for the uh, for the, I guess the home user. Um, but the real discussion here is how that changes the enterprise, right? The business. Yeah, good point. Okay, um, because r- the the reason why the subscription idea came up is because one of the reps at Microsoft said that they wanted Windows to be a service, quote unquote, right? Um, and they've kind of clarified and said, "Look, we want we want it, want it to be a service like a phone OS as a service, where you get updates very frequently, like monthly, mm. right? Well, for a business, right, getting Windows updates every month is kind of a bad thing because that means you have to go back and update each and every single computer, right? Sure. Um, so, what does this mean for the enterprise? Is this is this something? Um, is this something that is a bad thing? Is a good thing?
1: What do, um, what do you mean by... Well, I think we're used to it, really, because right. when we start looking at, like, Patch Tuesdays and, you know... We're already
2: updating at least once a month. I mean, yeah. Patch Tuesday, and sometimes they have a second
1: Patch Tuesday.
2: Yeah, yeah. Th- I think they, maybe if, if it. it's
1: significant upgrades or significant mm-hmm. changes to the right. operating system, then it's going to throw people off. Yeah. So, yeah, mm-hmm. so they've, they've started
3: talking about options, right? And they said that, well, you can cr- you can get an enterprise package as a business that will delay that upgrade from one month to four months. Hmm. Um or you can even go less than that and say, Oh, I just want the security upgrades. Oh, okay. Um, so I don't want to change the OS a lot. I just want the security stuff. But they haven't they haven't given any specifics on the price for that or how that's gonna work or if
0: that's gonna be a subscription, right? How are businesses getting away, like Microsoft and Apple, how do they get away with this? Like, hey, all these great changes are coming. Next week. Hey, we're working on it. Yeah.
3: Well, and, you know, and they said there's going to be an event, but they've never, they haven't said exactly okay. when this event well. is going to be to, to you know, clarify any of this. And mm-hmm. it's just one of those things where, okay, well, let's say Windows does go to a subscription service for the enterprise only. How does
0: how do businesses handle that, right? Well, we I know in our cloud we rent licensing. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So there is precedent for that where mm-hmm. businesses don't they don't have to buy Server 2008. 10, 15, whatever, uh, sequel licensing. People rent that all the time, but going down to the OS, it is getting a little, uh, little nickel and dimey.
1: Well, when do we know it's when it's going to release? Cause I mean, I know Phil myself are running the developer's edition mm-hmm. or the technical preview. And I, I will say it's very, very pretty. Uh, it's got a lot of features. I love it. It looks more like windows seven with a start button. Plus it's a mixture because I do like the tile interface. Now I've got the best of both worlds. I have my shark buttoned, my programs that I normally have seen before with previous operating systems, and I do have the tiles for uh, widget type of, of data. Do we know when it actually is going to go GA?
2: I think nope. they were saying like they they were basically aiming for like Q3, Q4. That's what yep. they, make, they make it sound like.
1: They haven't given any specifics on that either. Yeah.
2: It's definitely not going to be Q1. It's definitely not going to be Q2.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, it's a great. I love the way it looks. Uh, I do like some of the stuff they're doing with Cortana. You know, mm-hmm. I think there's going to be some things that will will be nice with that. Right. Um she is a little sweeter.
2: <laughs> Cortana <laughs> well, is really nice on a Windows Phone. She is. And I mean it's basically the same thing on on Windows 10, although right now it doesn't work very well as we were Messing yeah. around before right. trying to get it to do stuff. It was she's kind of she's used
3: to being in battle, though, right? She's used well, to. I was just about so, to say,
1: where did Karkana come yeah. from? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. So
3: she's in a much better mood now. Right? <laughs> All that pressure's yeah. off. <laughs> I
1: hadn't played Halo in years. <laughs> yeah. Oh man!
0: Yeah. So if you don't know, that's where she comes from, listeners. I'm sure they know. Okay. Yeah. Well, I would, I would you hope. Know, maybe they don't. Right? Throwing that out there. Okay, yeah, you're right. Okay, well, William, you wanted to talk about some conferences. If uh, if you are a conference goer, the yeah. list of the top conferences to take a look at. It's the first of the year. Now is the time to start filling your calendar, right?
1: Yep. Now is the time to start bugging your IT admin, you know, your IT manager, your director, and so on, to think to say, "Hey, I need to be going to these conferences so I can learn new things, come back and implement in my organization." And um, the ones that I normally go to, top of the list for me because. Um, you know, we, we do a lot with virtualization and cloud, is VMworld. Uh, it's a humongous conference. Um, if you're doing anything with virtualization at all, not necessarily just VMware, but if you're an OpenStack user, if you're um, a Citrix Zen user, and so on and so forth, or, or, or CloudStack, anything dealing with cloud will be at VMworld. Of course, the primary focus is for VMware products, but uh, it's a really good one to go to. It's in San Francisco, so a great location for the for the conference. There's a lot of fun. The weather there is great, and it's a week long conference. Uh, usually ending up with a, a wrap up last day conference uh, and party for the attendees. Uh, there's also a really good expo center, and in the expo center you'll have vendors, you name it, you know they'll be there. And uh, really good. The next one is uh, of course Microsoft Tech Ed. Tech Ed is another really you know. What do we run on all these VMs? You know, a lot of the people who, yeah. you know, at least down here in the south. You went last year, right? I did. Yeah, I went to okay. TechEd and VMworld. Okay. Uh, TechEd Tech last year was in, in uh, Houston. I think it's in Chicago this year. Um, but a lot of good information uh, about what Windows is doing with Server 2012 R2, with Azure, Azure Pack, SQL Server 2014. Things are coming out. So, um it's a good conference. It really is. The other ones that I'm, I haven't been to, that, but I think they're really good, worth mentioning, is one called Tech Field Day. And it's kind of a homegrown conference that encompasses uh, system administration, um, networking, virtualization, cloud. And you can find those. Uh, we'll, we'll have a link in the show notes on the blog to all these conferences, oh, good. links okay. for you to sign up. Um, there's another one if you're in the data center. Um, space. Somebody
0: write that down. Add links to show notes. Okay. Yep. If you're
1: in the data center space, there's one called Data Center World that encompasses, again, yeah. the, the normal contenders, cloud, virtualization, uh, Microsoft, Linux. We're actually going to be speaking there. Oh, cool. At that event.
0: So the closer we get, we'll make sure to mention the, the track and
1: oh, fantastic. number and all that. Yeah. And then the, the last one that I'll talk about that I will say is just really good, it's free, is uh, SQL Saturday. And SQL Saturday is a really good. I'm not going to say it's a it's a conference. It's also like a day free training where you can go. You sign up. You create a SQL Saturday account. You sign up for the tracks that are or the little mini courses or sessions that are at the location, and you go and sit in on them. You can ask questions. You can learn. Uh, there's also in a little mini expo center where you can go walk around and talk to vendors, talk to, um, you know, so on and so forth. Um, they do one here in Baton Rouge yearly around the August time frame that we need to keep an eye on because it's, you know, last the attendee last year was, I think, 1,000 users. Wow. And it was hosted over at LSU. And it's not just about SQL Server. Yeah. Uh, although it says SQL Saturday, it's about technology. Yeah. It's also about IT management. It's also about developer, developing, .NET developing, C Sharp. Uh, I remember sitting on one... Um, you know, I went from going looking at Azure Cloud to sitting on an HR type uh, IT management course. Uh, so it's a full day, uh, but re- re- definitely worth. And we'll have links to that in the show notes. Yeah. So one thing to
0: mention about that, SQL Saturdays are hosted around the country.
1: Kind, around the same
0: time frame those same Saturdays I don't know if it's necessarily the same Saturday in every single state in every single city but yeah. um, in this late summer and look Josh and I went last year too in a different capacity than you mm-hmm, will mm-hmm. and uh, man we were blown away with not only the attendance but the richness of the tracks oh yeah you know and the fact that like you mentioned it's Free, yeah. Um, so it's it's the sponsors like us that help put it on and fund it, but they had speakers like internationally known speakers coming in, hosting sessions. And um, the, the lunch is free. There's breakfast. It's just a really great kind of um, friends and family type environment yeah, too. I mean, everybody just kind of got to hang out and learn some stuff. You know? It's
1: on a Saturday, so it's definitely not as it's a lot more low key and low stress than going during a business day. You do have to go in your own personal time, but in a lot of ways, it's kind of better because you can. You mean, I've seen people come up there with their kids, and you know, it's not a, uh, you know, it's not a conference or a training that's, you know, unfriendly to that type of thing. So I saw a couple of people bring in their kids, and they were sitting in the conference room, you know, bored to tears, but they were there. <laughs> Serves um, them right. It is actually hosted for being a kid around. A it's, it's, a, it's a national event, but it's also got global. Participants. Yeah. yeah. So um, if you go to SQLSaturday dot I think mm-hmm. they actually start doing sessions in February, and then it rolls out through the year. So they're doing many, many, many cities in the U.S. and then abroad. So um, definitely so something to, to check keep it mind out.
0: Get it on your calendar now, so you're not surprised. Yeah. Um, years past, I've been it just kind of snuck up on me and I missed it. So mm-hmm. not going to happen ever again. <laughs> um, so, I think a lot of a lot of towns and cities throughout the nation and regions have user groups too. And I know Will and Phil are a part of uh, various user groups. So, you want to kind of talk, talk yeah, us through so, those? Yeah. So,
1: so you know, when you start working in your job and you start working with your peers at your at your um, at your workplace, you kind of get uh, you have blinders on and you only look at talk to people who are in your work group. Why are you all smiling at me like that?
0: Because <laughs> you're funny. This is very, very this, this is hilarious. Weird. But no, anyway, no, you,
1: you, you talk to only people that you kind of associate with from your nine to five. And you don't yeah. really talk mm-hmm. to people outside of those walls. And one thing I've really enjoyed is going to tech user groups that are here in town. And you tend to talk to people outside of your normal day-to-day circles about technology, about what their job is like. Uh, so some of the users groups that I really enjoy going to primarily, and I'm going to plug VMware first, is the Baton Rouge VMware users group. Uh, we do meetings and, and sessions uh, usually about four or five times a year. I think we're trying to do them more. Um, it's hard running a user group. It's a lot of work. So go to these things and appreciate them. Uh, there's also a big um, uh, SQL users groups here in town. There's a .NET developers group yep. and also uh, an IT users group, which kind of encompasses multiple, um, multiple aspects of IT. What's really good is most all of these, except for the Baton Rouge VMware users group, are hosted right here at the Louisiana Technology Park. Well, that's convenient. So any of mm-hmm. our venueites who want to go after work, usually they're in the after hours. They're like from 6 to 7 or 8. Just walk on down. and Is there food? There is food, okay. usually. And And drink. Go. And drink. Free food and drink. Yeah. Mm. Booze. Booyah. <laughs> we'll edit so, that out. The booze part. <laughs> Come on. No. IT people consume copious quantities of alcohol. This is true. You know, I think people
0: consume copious amounts <laughs> of <laughs> Can I talk, <laughs> we'll talk about scotch?
1: No, we'll save that to another episode. Okay, we'll do scotch reviews. I like it.
3: I like <laughs> it. Yes, change it to the venue drink podcast. I gotta go buy some. You know what's funny?
1: It was funny. I tweeted something about scotch the other day, and had all these people from like VMware and EMC reply mm-hmm. back yeah, to right. me, going, "Oh, you need to try this one. You need to try this one." And all the only people that reply back to me were IT people. That's hilarious. That's right. Just saying. Oh, yeah.
0: You do go to a lot of user groups, though. So maybe that's yeah where they're coming yeah. from. Could be. You have friends that are IT people. No, okay. Just a little more color on what you're saying. IT, we have just some kind of subcultural trends that we just kind of do that's a little different than other verticals, right? Oh, crazy people. No, uh, no I, I'm <laughs> we're serious. All I mean, nuts. There, there's things that we're into, like all of us are kind of into, um, that maybe, uh, I don't know, attorneys may not be or accountants may not be into. So We're all freaks. We're all we all weird. have door locks that unlock themselves and <laughs>
1: homes that talk to us when we come in the oh. door.
0: And Scotch. Um, all right. Well, that's cool. So check out the calendars for VMware, EMC World, Data Center World, uh, TechEd, all of these things, and start to make the appeals now. Get out in front of it for the budget's sake. Speaking as someone who has to look at a budget, getting, and, it, getting it done early really helps.
1: And one thing I will say, if you go to these conferences, speaking from – you know, my years in IT, come back and actually try and make change in your organization. Yeah, if you point. go to these conferences and see something cool, don't just come back and just sit back at your desk and get back into your normal humdrum. Uh, i do this every day go to a conference pick a few things that you think could better your organization in in any capacity whether if it's something that's revenue generating or something that just would make life better and try to actually push to make change because if we don't do that then we're there's no use to go into a conference make it count you know you have to actually come back with something and like you said make it count yeah yeah
0: Yeah, absolutely and that makes your argument next year that much easier M-I-C make it count make it count (laughs) I like it
1: We we should tweet that
0: all right, Hey, <laughs> jot that down. Tweet, make it count. Mm. Make it count. Hashtag. Dot
1: com. Make, make, All right, make, this trendy, Make guys. it count. <laughs>
3: <laughs> can we? Can oh we get, man,
0: K E Y guys. So I'm nervous. N-I-C. I've been, I've been sweating this next topic. <laughs> All right.
1: <laughs> oh, that's man. Me cracking my knuckles. Cracking your knuckles. It's battle time, baby. Battle
0: of the tech giants. All right. No rules. Um. No, no rules, actually. I was going to come back and say, no, we're going to have rules. No, we're not going to have rules. So this is all kind of coming to a head. You know, we've been talking. We've been having lunches. We've been having hallway conversations. Phil with his weird pro-Microsoft out of nowhere thing he's got going there. William, uh, I said Phil, right, not Will. Yeah, I got it right. right. Um, And then William, of course, died in the blood, Apple, Apple. Uh, he just changed our agenda to say Apple rocks, and he lowercased Microsoft. Um, so, <laughs> you know, I've been Apple for a long time too, Will, and yes, as have I, as have you. Nineteen
2: ninety
1: three, two thousand five. Nineteen ninety three. Apple was that's, around. That's I will say, I will tip that's my a hat a to you time. because that is, I didn't get into Apple till probably 2005. Hmm. Two thousand five, two thousand four, two thousand
0: five. So I I will say, you wouldn't have expected me to have that on you. You know, I think
3: I was into Apple in nineteen ninety three at my primary school. (laughs) See, actually, (laughs) when I was was when
1: I first started working here, I was not an Apple fanboy. In fact, I used to call it the Mac and Trash, Uh, and I used to just go just I used to give Mac people just utter hell. Hearing that word come out of your mouth is strange. Until I got into IT and started doing a lot with Linux. And then when OS 10 became, See, you know, when I got go. into it, I was like, oh, I can yep. have a computer that I can run Quicken and Word, and I can mm-hmm. actually drop the command line and actually do shell scripts. And, Ooh, this is cool. That's when I started to That's so right. really get interested. Plus, I was tired of dealing with keeping viruses on my Windows machine.
0: So let me stay, set the stage wow. here, because I think I might insane. have started this last week. Um, the concern I have for Apple right now, and the reason I'm a little. Um, a little angry, maybe a little upset at Apple, is that, you know, I've experienced them a long time, and they've always taken a leadership stance uh, that design is important, that execution is important, that quality is important. And sometimes design has outweighed quality. Okay, so in the early thousands, 2000s, when they came out with a little iMac, that was a bubble, looked like Mm an anthropomorphic, Toilet kind of the Bondi blue. Blue. I just like saying that. It was fun, right? Well, the machine was cool looking, and it transformed Apple. I mean, that was really the thing that put them back on the map. Um, Their software was terrible. You Mm -hmm. know, OS nine was not reliable at all, and that's really when I was a heavy, heavy user of Apple. And so it was a thing where it's like, okay, well. It was a it was a thing to feed our ego, us Apple users. We're Apple users. We're special. We're adopting <laughs> this cool technology, this cutting edge stuff. It's kind of elitist, you know, because yeah, it was more expensive, yeah. obviously. Um, then I had a, a PowerBook. What was it called? It was a G three. It was a PowerBook. They had like
1: the Wall Street. Yeah, they had a Wall Street. G three. The, I still uh, have it in my office, actually. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it.
0: Um, and so all that was, you know, you were a part of something, a club of Apple. You know, it's kind of like, like I said, elitist. And so as they've evolved and just like you said just now, William, when they did the OS X um, OS, that transformed everything. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, you have not only a beautiful piece of design, a very functional piece of hardware that's well-made, but you have OS that's absolutely light years beyond anything else that's out there. Yeah, Functionally, very reliable, um, very stable, and so made it very easy to be an Apple fanboy at that point. Well, all right, Steve Jobs dies which is sad. Mhm. Obviously, we all miss him because he brought so much not only innovation but quality control. I'm just going to say it.
1: All right? He he brought quality control, but he also brought a vision of we're going to do anything we we want to do. Right. He was and very hard he was mm-hmm. hard-headed and he was like, you know, when I and this is the thing I miss when I watch things like keynotes, when Steve would talk it would call me to go do something. where it was like, all right, damn it, I'm gonna go do this. I'm gonna go buy this fifty million dollar computer or you know, a very expensive Apple product, but I'm gonna use it and I'm gonna do something great with it. And um I think that was lost when Steve passed away. No doubt. Uh I, you know, I think Tim cook nothing against Tim Cook. Tim Cook is a great CEO. Uh you know, Johnny Ives is still there. We still have some people that are have who, who have been exposed to that vision, but um yeah, I think there was something lost. I just I don't well, know. Well I think
0: there's yeah, I mean, Tim Cook is a operator. You exactly, know? yeah. He's been great for Wall Street. Wall Street loves him because he's selling a crap ton of Apple products. He had a yeah.
2: record quarter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he yeah.
0: continued to do so, too. Is- and they're about to release the Apple Watch, and they're hoping that that really helps propel them through the end of the year, you know? And um, you start selling that kind of volume, something's got to give, right? And so quality from a software perspective i mean I, i've got people that are not updating any of their devices their apple devices that would have never happened five years yeah. ago
2: it's really weird uh 10.10.2 came out yesterday and uh, ios 8.1.3 came out and as soon as it came out i i to brian and i said did it break anything yet it's yeah. just the first thing i thought because i didn't want to update if it was going to break anything yeah and i knew he would have updated immediately
0: right Well, and that's where we're at now, right? Right. And it shouldn't uh, – my my statement here, my whole point is that's not how Apple should – we shouldn't accept that from Apple. Mm -hmm. We've always expected more because we've had more. We've had perfect devices delivered to us that function beautifully, predictably, reliably, and uh, hold up, too. I mean, they last. Yeah. And now my faith in it is kind of in question. My Mac renames
2: itself now. It just it, like it'll be like named computer, and then it'll just add like parentheses two, and it it's sometimes just it goes up to parentheses <laughs> five, and like a connect to it through hostname for something. Yeah, and that's really annoying. It renames I, itself. Yeah, it just <laughs> renames itself. I'm like, why? Why it's is this happening? It's identity not, it's not crisis. Just, it's not just me. Other people
1: complain about it. Yeah. So I don't know. I you know yeah. I, I say I think what we've always had. There's always been bugs in computers. I mean, even back in the Steve Jobs days, there was there was problems. But um, I just. I I hate saying this, but I don't think the passion is in the company anymore. I still think there is, and there's there's, there's fanboys who are still trying to carry this on, but I think it's gotten harder. They, yeah.
3: They really, and there's more
1: competition for your money and for your yeah you know for your for your attention, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. exactly. And and Apple's become really um, iterative on their own devices, right? They mm-hmm. they they brought out the iPhone, and now we've got. Just iPhones, right? Where you get companies like Google with Android, you've got all of these different types of, of phones that can run Android. You get all these new features that because it's it's a little more open,
1: right? And
2: Apple waits until different. Yeah, philosophy. but there's right.
1: also negatives about that because I mean, and you've heard this before. It's like mm-hmm. okay, you've got a million phones and. Your phone can run software that another Android phone cannot because it's based on some other distribution or hardware. So there's a lot of mm-hmm. fragmentation. Right. Where Apple, I think, is a little tighter on that. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Well, you know what? With that fragmentation comes um, innovation? Uh, it, well, not innovation, but uh, choice. You know, you have other <laughs> nice things one, you yeah. can do. Um, you know, where, where Apple maybe not so much, but you, you have a standard platform across the board. Right. Well, but, I mean,
3: you know, look at companies like HTC and Samsung. They've really taken the the Android moniker, right? And they've really started adding new features to it and, and trying to push the limits of, of what that OS can do. And And some people hate the bloatware on the Samsung stuff, right? Sure. And some people hate the bloatware on the HTC. Some people just want that pure Android experience. And for that, you've got your Nexus phones and your Nexus tablets that Google are bringing out. Your you know, OnePlus. Right, that yeah. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um and we haven't even mentioned Microsoft yet, which I know Phil would like to talk about.
2: <laughs> no, I just want to say the the day of the Microsoft event, like, it was either that day or the next day, Engadget wrote an article. And it was titled something along the lines of, since when did Apple become the boring one?
3: Yeah, exactly. And,
2: and like, the unofficial Apple weblog came out with a post a few days later that was like, Apple's just as boring as it's always been. And it's this really apologetic article about how Apple has always been like they are right now. And I, I just can't agree with that because I remember mm-hmm. when, I, when I got my first uh, – brother, when I started experimenting with uh, operating systems that weren't Windows, I was sitting in, in a lecture hall at LSU, and uh, my, a bootloader came up with boot into Mandrake Linux mm-hmm. or Windows. And somebody that was sitting behind me said, whoa, whoa, why'd you boot into Windows if you have Linux on there? And he was – hey, he had a Mac, and he was telling me, you know – uh OS ten is five years ahead of Windows and all this crazy stuff. And uh I got my first Mac like a few months later and I was like, Man, you know, this is really exciting. Like look at all the stuff that it can do that's different and I, I mean I don't I don't feel that spark in Apple anymore. And I felt that way for a while too, with with uh what was it Panther was ten point three? Panther, tiger, yes. leopard. Uh all of those just felt so much better wow. than all of those felt like way better than Windows. <laughs> no, and then after sorry. that they just kind of started feeling like they were
1: just both the same well, thing. I know.
3: I the, agree. The The initial presentation of the iPhone was just outstanding, right? I mean, that was, it was world, transformative, world-changing, yeah. right? Yeah. I Ever. mean, that just – and then Google was kind of playing catch-up, right? And, and for a little while you had – Apple was the king, you know, and Apple was the one that everybody was striving to be. And then right. all of a sudden it was like, oh, they flip-flop, right? Yeah. And now all of a sudden Google has all of these features that – Apple's mm. starting to get, you know.
2: Yeah, Android was terrible at yeah, first. Yeah, Android was horrible. Android just yeah. copied
1: Apple's AirPlay with this NFC crap. So yeah. Apple's been doing <laughs> this for <laughs> months, and, and Android just caught on. Yeah, right. And Android just started doing yeah. this. Yeah. That's a joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say something because I'm just sitting here. This <laughs> is just hurting me to hear all this <laughs> negative Apple talk. Well, but yeah. then,
3: but then you also have Microsoft, right? That really surprised at this event. Mm-hmm. That that Phil was saying. You know, he came up to me right after the event was over, and he was like, "Man, he's like." Microsoft is the new Apple. And I was like, oh. I can't.
2: <laughs> did I really say that? Yeah, no, I think you did. <laughs> I was kind of joking, but it, it's sort it's of true how interesting that, that, that event was. Because, I mean, right. really, like the last Apple event, we got a watch. And yeah. that's not exciting. Well, what's so exciting about that?
3: There are tons of watches <laughs> what? already. There, already are, you are, you so, talking there about. are so it many
1: smartwatches. Your, you yeah. can send your heartbeat to somebody. <laughs> Come on. That is so cool. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, for three hundred and fifty dollars and be locked into at well, least. Well, that's for the cheap one. You don't want the cheap yeah. one. You want
1: the really nice one. So of course you have so you're to spend more than five hundred and fifty dollars to look, be locked look, into that. It's just, taste, yeah. taste. You should not ever sh- skimp on taste. <laughs>
0: <laughs> People cannot afford to buy a new iPad, to buy a new iPhone, to buy a new iWatch, to buy a new MacBook, to buy. A n- well, mean, you just there,
1: give plas- a plasma breaking point somewhere to, to
0: to kind of jump off of Matt's point there. It,
3: you know, when when the iPhone was released, it was just the iPhone, right? You bought that phone, right? And now all of a sudden, there's the iPhone 5S and the iPhone 5C and the iPhone 6 and the iPhone 6, and the iPhone 6 Plus, and there's all these different options, which I think is Apple. Trying to, to mold to the new marketplace, right, with all these other phones. But I really think if they went back to their roots and they said, "Look, we're going to give you the phone that you don't know you want," and it's and a this six is it. plus.
2: <laughs> And this is the most uh, unhappy I've ever been with an iPhone. Yeah. yeah. yeah so exactly. I think this is the because they gave I've me what they thought I wanted. <laughs> Which is I, w- the I will say phone.
1: this: I want this because I I, I never want a uh, an iPad anymore. This is my device. I sit on the couch. I read books on this. Okay. That's and a good idea. Surf yeah. web. I, I can really see that. Really wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, that doesn't work sometimes. for everyone.
2: I, mean, I can't read books like, on an LCD yeah, screen. That hurts my eyes.
0: I'd rather read on a Kindle any
3: <sighs> yes, day.
2: A Kindle is so wonderful to long read. Long
0: live Kindle.
3: There was that phone <laughs> that came out. Um, uh, geez, I'm blanking on it, but it actually has an EX screen on the, on the other yeah. side of the phone. Yeah. Did you guys see that? That's crazy. Yeah. I, feel like I think I saw something about
2: it. I think it
1: was Android too.
3: <laughs>
2: you so think it well, works. okay.
1: Let's let's close battle of the tech giants. You have Apple versus Microsoft versus Google. Josh had Who a good is, point. What's Josh the point? I'm sorry. Point. Go ahead. I, just, just, I didn't get just it. Just a
0: second. Yeah, he, he mentioned they need to get back to their roots. I think there's something there. Okay, I think they need to be okay with not selling a crap ton of products every single year, right? And make really good products that people crave. Mm-hmm. and that are changing people's lives and that be the moniker that kind of floats through in the whole philosophy of the the company right now it is definitely a profit driven business and hey man and you got to make money yeah, yeah. yeah. It's working. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely for, right. For now,
2: eighteen billion dollars in net profit last That's quarter. It's hard it surpa- to argue it. That surpassed the previous world record of fifteen point nine billion, according to this article that I'm reading right now. So they're larger than
0: Google, right? Yeah, they're larger uh, than it's Google. It's like it's like I think, I think I
2: read that like Apple's like one part of Apple's sales like dwarf like it was bigger than something that Google and Microsoft sold together. Like it yeah. was, I mean, they're they're doing it. You know, I agree with you, but they're making so much money. Why would they ever change?
0: Yeah, for now, Phil, you're right. Yeah, for now, mm-hmm. it, it's go. It, okay, so is that the question? Is it going right. to be? Is it going to end up being commodity? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, where it's like you get an Apple phone or you get a Microsoft phone or Google phone. Because I know, Josh, you're wanting not an Apple, a, a iPhone. Yep, you know, I went and looked
2: mm-hmm. at a Moto X and an AT and T store yesterday because mm-hmm. I don't hmm. like this iPhone six. I don't like the way it feels to hold, and an iOS eight does not work well on big phones. It doesn't. I can use my Windows phone one handed, and I can sort of use an, an Android phone one handed. You're mm-hmm.
1: holding it wrong. Who wants to use a phone with one hand? I, I mean, do. really, come on.
2: I, I definitely do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Look. Oh, I don't know. I don't have anything to say about this. <laughs> I give up. No. I will say, look, it is good to have these. Let me say this. this. This is the one thing that is good about this whole conversation. We have the choice. We have the freedom. Yeah. And we have companies out here coming out with new technology every day that we have choices to make. As a consumer, this is one of the best times to be in tech. Well, we say this. It's, it's always the case the best time to be in technology. We are an Apple fan, a Microsoft fan, a Google fan. We have this beautiful choice that we have. Yeah. Where... I'm
2: just a technology fan. I'm there you a, go. And you know what? <laughs> and, and,
1: I will, and I will side with you, Philip. Yep. I'm a technology fan because I do, on my Mac, what do I have? Windows 10. You know, I've been playing with that and kind of really like it. Wait, let's... I can't wait with GA so I can run it at work. Well, but I the hardware secretly, is awesome. The hardware is awesome. Mm-hmm. I secretly wanted a, uh, what is the cool. Google Glass. Yeah. I... Never really wanted one an Android us. phone, but I don't want to. For a few reasons, but okay. When
0: we edit that, boost that volume boost so it's not that, a yeah, whisper. Yeah, wait a minute, who edits
1: anymore? this? Yeah. Wait a second, <laughs> <laughs> you'll have to get my editing password. <laughs> <Fast forward. laughs> but no, but you know, it, like I said, it's 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 good that we can have this discussion. It's good that we have this opportunity to talk about things. Yeah. like this. and know? to
3: Will's point, I mean, we would have never gotten this new Microsoft event without Apple doing what oh, they did oh no like, doubt the competition breeds innovation you yeah know? and that's and yeah. that's what this is all about and that's why it's good to have this discussion yep
1: we should see if we could have someone on, like let's get Tim Cook to talk to us that'd be great you know, that'd let's be reach good. out hey would you want to do this podcast <laughs> yeah. our us?
0: ratings would it'd be the biggest jump in ratings ever <laughs> on iTunes
1: you know I got a uh, a, um, a message from Phil Schiller once mm-hmm I, I think it was a DM and then I got who's, a reply back that? and then, I'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that hurt. That hurt. <laughs> well,
0: you have a Steve Ballmer photo in your office. I do. Yeah.
1: I do. I had Wozniak do yeah. an intro for one of our podcast. I uh, know. Hmm. We need to have some more special guests.
0: So the the battle rages on, bottom line, and I it's, think. And, it's, and there, there is thing. no clear winner. No, there is not. And that's a good thing, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> well. Look, I will. We know you do. We yeah. know you do. <laughs> I will
0: continue to live on iPads and MacBook Pros, and we're about to buy another Mac in the studio. You know, Ooh. it's just it is just the thing, right? We gotta have it, and uh, you know what? The experience overall is going to be very positive.
3: Maybe. Maybe, hopefully, and if it's not very positive, we have our alter- alternatives to go to. That's right, right? like a surface,
0: yeah, like just a Dell steal. XPS thirteen. Ooh, there you go, like an oh. XPS oh. thirteen. Oh, Dell. They
1: sent me a, a link to your video. Did they? <laughs> yeah, they That's replied funny. back and they said, "Look at this guy's video."
2: <laughs> so, so I tweeted out that uh, I really like the look of the new XPS thirteen. And Dell tweeted me back a video two days later of this woman telling me, hey, Philip, we really appreciate you tweeting about how much you like the Dell XPS 13. Like, she's actually customized this video for me. And it's like 25 seconds long, but it's still, like, really
3: hey, dude, weird, slash like impressive. Dude, you're getting, dude, a, you're Dell. getting a Dell. <laughs> this is
2: from a place that... It's like, I mean, I don't need a laptop right now, but, I mean, that's pretty cool. That is cool. Yeah. All right. All right.
0: I was just poking fun at it, but that's, that's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, guys, I know we've got some really cool shows coming up, some great ideas that we've been floating around. So all of our listeners, stay tuned for what's next. We will not let you know what's next until what's next has been defined because we're, we're toggling. We need to make up our minds what's next. Anyway, as always, please give us some ratings on the left there. Get five stars I'm, at least.
1: I'm going to do, do the inaugural rating. We give us high four stars. At least five stars. <laughs> At least. We're gonna rate ourselves. I
3: was
0: gonna be like three and a half.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Yeah. You do that.
3: Oh, you we'll guys. find <laughs> out,
0: and uh, make sure to turn your volume volume down, or make it. We'll put some kind of little voice like atomizer on there that makes you sound weird. Hello. Dude.
2: Like this. Every time I talk, I talk real high.
0: Um. Which reminds me of Up. You remember the Pixar movie Up? Yeah. The dogs. Hey, yeah. A yeah, yeah, little yeah. voice box mm-hmm. on there. Oh, man, that's so funny. Anyway, if you haven't seen up listeners, you need to check mm-hmm. that out. All right, give us some good positive ratings on the left-hand side of your iTunes screen. And check us out online, turn.com That's our blog. Or venue.com, V-N-Y-U.com, right. your data center and cloud provider of excellence. Until next time, have a great day. Bye-bye.